Welcome back. Welcome back. We are continuing our conversation about how to make room for God. We are here with my brother, Willie Wynn Jr. And we're going to continue the conversation. I know I cut off the conversation last time, but I was thinking about what uh, an old pastor said to us. said, Doc, don't give it to them all in one time. So we want to just kind of break it up because I really did feel the Holy Spirit shift the conversations. And I want us to really pay attention, specifically those who are dealing with unforgiveness. I hope that you went over to conqueringme.co to go ahead and sign up and um, sign up for even our newsletter. Follow us on social media, but number one, to get his book. I want you to get this book because I know you will be blessed. Let's go ahead and listen to the rest of our, this conversation with Willie Wynn Jr., the author of How to Make Room for God. So making room for God is not just making room for him, but it's also making room to forgive your neighbor. That's because if, I, if somebody says they love God, but they don't love their neighbor, they truly are not making room for God because yes. God created your neighbor, no yes. matter how trifling that neighbor is. <laughs> okay? And let's be real, right? And when I say neighbor, I'm not talking about the person that lives across the street from you. I'm talking about the people that you live and share community with. Hello. People can be trifling, but let, guess what? We've done some trifling things too. You're trifling yes. too, you see? Yes. So yes. For every person that you see and that you identify as trifling, you think about a trifling <laughs> characteristic that you have displayed as well. So That's thank God, it. right, that he has given and shown us mercy in our tri- with our trifling self. That's it. Right? That's it. And he, and he gives us mercy day in day out now, th- this is the thing let's talk about this jennifer mm-hmm. you know that passage in the bible and it talks about uh uh the person that the, the same person that has been forgiven little that mm-hmm. same person loves little yes. The, yes the revelation of how much you forgive others Ooh. is directly linked to your life of repentance if you don't <laughs> repent and, and you don't say god i'm sorry woe it's me you're going to walk around thinking that you're holier than thou and looking at everybody else and you're not going to ever be able to see the fault of yourself. Wow. And because of that, you're going to have complications forgiving other people and showing other people mercy because you don't see the fault in yourself. But when it. you see fault in yourself, then you give that over to God and say, God, forgive me. Have mercy on me. I'm messed up. Wow. And then you can coexist with other messed up people because That's God it. has accepted you and your messed up self. That's <laughs> it. That's so it. you can accept other people. <laughs> now, I'm not, I'm not saying to excuse crap. I'm not saying to just... Excuse foolishness, that, right? Yeah, I'm not saying foolishness is fool, but but I'm just saying like you you can you can forgive people and pray for them and believe that God can also convict their heart just like He's convicted you when you've gone to God and repented. You see, because the thing is, I love yeah. you, you quoted that scripture, but what's happening is we're also living in a time frame where we are quick to dismiss or put boundaries, uh, which is yeah. there, there's wisdom behind that. There's wisdom behind setting boundaries and there's wisdom behind even saying there's a little bit of distance. But some of it really is we have to ask the Lord to examine us to say, is it just unforgiveness? I don't want to deal with this person because I have not forgiven them. Right. Yeah. And when we hold on, this is what I want you to kind of tap into. When we hold on to unforgiveness, what are we allowing in our lives? Yes. Yes. I want to answer that and I want to backpedal and, and talk yes. about the boundaries too that you mentioned because that was really good what you mentioned that there's boundaries. Mm-hmm. So just because I forgive someone doesn't necessarily mean I need to be all up in their house or all up in their face. That's it. Sometimes I have to forgive that person that was trifling and I have yes. to pray for them at a distance. Yes. You see? Yes. I have to pray for them at a distance. So just because I've forgiven a person 
doesn't necessarily mean that I need to keep company with them. So let's, let's put that out there too. I like because that. some people think that maybe I haven't forgiven that person because I'm not over at their house or things are not the mm-hmm. way they used to be, you know, five years ago or two yeah. years ago. And sometimes relationships change, change. Sometimes relationships are seasonal. That's good. So I, I just want to set some people free, you know, because I, I do think that some people that may, may, maybe they're struggling with them. Well, maybe have I not forgiven them? Because when I see that person in their face, something just kind of turns in my stomach. Yes. And that's just the memory. It's not. The, I mean, mem- listen, I don't believe that we should. For, I don't think we should forget. I think we should forgive, but not forget. And, and here's the thing. I love Trelane said this. She said forgiveness is a decision while healing is a destination. Yeah. So a lot of times I'll say this for my own, and I probably misquoted her, but I'll, I'll say this for my own things that I've gone through. I have forgiven the person, but there was, like you said, the memory, there's residue, there's all these things that's behind the offense. And so it takes time to get to a place where you're uh, free, but also the Lord did give me wisdom on, you don't need to be around this person in this season in your life, right? You don't need to engage on that. And like you said, the season is over with. And, And I want to really help and free some people whenever things are changing in your life, even for the better. There will be some form of attack and there will be some kind of awkwardness because the enemy does not want us to be free. Yeah. Because like even when you talked about the it seems simple, but for a lot of people, it may not. The fact that you don't have to pray on your knees. Yes. Yes. The moment you are breaking things. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I know you feel it. I I feel a burden as we started talking about forgiveness. And I don't know all who's going to watch this podcast. Mm hmm. Um, but I, I just, if we could just take maybe 30, 40 seconds to yes. pray yes, for some please. people that are really being healed from, from some things that are being taught. So yeah. So uh, father God right now, Jennifer and I just pray whoever's watching this. And, and I believe that this word is really, really convicting. Somebody is setting somebody free. Thank you, Jesus. And, 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 and Lord, uh, you, you know, we, we realize that nobody's going to forget anything unless they have amnesia and you hadn't called us to have amnesia, That's it. but you called us to love and you called us to forgive. And so, Lord, I, I don't know, you know, what, what your people are dealing with that are listening to this podcast, but I pray, Father, that you give them the love to forgive because they can't do it on their own. They need no, the love God. of Christ. And maybe Thank the challenge you. is maybe they've been somebody out there has been trying to forgive on their own without asking God for his love and mm, his assistance. Help us, God. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit, one reason that God has given us the Holy Spirit, he sheds love abroad in our hearts mm-hmm. through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not just for tongues. Mm-hmm. It's love. What good is it if I speak with the tongues of men and angels, but I don't have love? So, Father, we pray that your spirit baptizes some people out there, in Lord, the with fresh love, with a fresh perspective of forgiveness so that you can set them free because you came to set them free. Yes. You came to set them free to forgive so that we can also be set free to forgive others. Yes. So that we won't be in bondage. In Jesus' name, we thank you. And we pray, amen. I had to release amen. that. It was literally Thank a you, burden Jesus. over me when we started talking about that. Amen. Yeah. Look, look, you you yeah. know me, brother. We're going to flow. This is this is the Lord's podcast. This ain't mine. So we're going to flow. Well, God, God, I felt bad for inter- interrupting you. I hate no. interjecting and interrupting. I felt like a jerk there, but I had no. to. Okay. All right. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> this, look, okay. this is about what God is doing. At the end of the day, what you have done with the book. Yes. It is it is from God 
for the people of God and whoever's going to read this, right? Because sometimes, and this is just where like God is even opening my mind. Not everyone who will read or even listen, read your book or even listen to the podcast, they're believers. Yeah, not, absolutely. Not, not everyone. So God, whoever's supposed to have this, I believe that it's an impact, but everything that we desire or we should desire to do should be yeah. to glorify God. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. it doesn't matter if there's an interruption in the middle of it, because this is about souls. This yes. is about us really, really. I just have faith. And I know that when he says that he's come, that we may have life and have life more abundantly. We don't yeah. have to wait until we are in heaven to have a life Abundant. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Means I agree. Amen. Yeah. We we don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I love how you tackle so many different topics in the book that really allows us to grow in God, but allows us to have that life more abundantly. And I've been asking God more and more on wisdom of when the scripture says, um, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. Yeah. And yeah. all these things shall be added unto you, right? And because yeah. we get sometimes kind of focused on the other things that we desire yeah. to be added, but it's like, Lord shifts my focus to be on you and your kingdom and all the, the tools, you know, we talked about earlier how we have direct access yeah. to God and the kingdom of God. And there's so much knowledge and wisdom that he desires for his children to go, uh, to live in because he has relationship. God is in really, that's the thing. Like, let's think about yeah. that. Yeah. God, when he created all of this, the world, the heavens, the skies, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He said, I want to have relationship with Willie Wynn Jr. He knew all of us by name. He knew all of us by name. Yeah. He said, Isn't I, it amazing? He even knows our hair. The number of heads on our hair. <laughs> and so, right. And we're like, well, God, are you really hearing me? Because the situation is not really working out. Life is just... The Bible says he knows the hair on our head. So why, why, why won't he know the situation you're dealing with at work or that, that family issue, right? But go it. ahead, Jennifer. I just want No, yeah. but, it, but it is. But I think it's, if we can shift our focus yeah. through, from ways of being intentional, right? Being practical. So yeah. I know for myself, I have to have, I have to do certain things. You're talking about making room for God. I know that when my, house and where my space is clean and organized is just something I feel clarity. Yeah. Right. It is all these things. But when things are junky in the natural, I feel off mentally and spiritually. I'm praying, I'm doing all these, but these are things that God is requiring for me to do in the natural that is allowing me. Now I can sit on the side of my bed and just read my book and not be distracted because I see dust over here. Yes. You know, it's it's yeah. simple things. We think like, why why should that matter? But there's a way that God created us. If he knows that the hairs, the number of hairs, he knows what's going to take our distractions too. what's going to really remove our focus off of him. I, absolutely. And, and, and on a similar on a similar note, outside of what you were talking about personally, I just want to talk about this. You know, when you talk about distractions, mm-hmm. you know, uh, one distraction is procrastination. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> and so when we talk about ma- right, making room for God, and I don't think I really talk about this in the book, but I think it's based on the, s- the subject, right? Or how mm-hmm. to make room for God. You know, w- we can't procrastinate all while trying to make room. Mm-hmm. The, and, and so some of the root causes of procrastination are fear. And we know God has not given us a spirit That's of fear, good. but love, power, sound mind. 
Uh, sometimes we procrastinate because it's just downright laziness. We just don't feel like it, mm-hmm. right? And, and I believe that God can give us the joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Mm-hmm. So th- what does that mean? Because that, that sounds kind of religious. The joy of the Lord. What that means is the things that God finds joy in, if I take those things on me, that becomes my strength. That's what that's that means. That's good. That is so, so good. So that defeats laziness, you see? Yes, that's good. And sometimes it could be a lack of organization. You know, when you talk about procrastination, uh, I, I can sometimes procrastinate uh, because there is a, a lack of, of, of organization and because things are not necessarily organized the way that I need, need them to be organized. Mm-hmm. I'll get to it later because it's going to just going to take me too much, too, too much time to really, you know, get this going and put all this stuff mm-hmm. together. because This is here. This is there. But th- this is the good thing. And I, I just want to put some scripture, some word on this. Mm-hmm. We talk about how to make room for God, which is a.k.a. how to make room for God's word. Mm-hmm. God's word. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 10, 4 says this, Jennifer. It says lazy hands make for poverty, mm. but diligent hands bring wealth. Hello. Hello. See, and wealth is not money. Wealth is anything that's God's will. That's L- good. Let's redefine what wealthy is. That's good. Because we're not going to reduce wealth in the kingdom to just money. Because no. money no. is like, if you bring your money to heaven, they're going to be like, what? What is this? <laughs> U- U.S. dollar? What? You, what? you can't. Right, you, well, what you going to do with this little piece of thing? This little piece of paper? <laughs> right. Right. It has no value. It, I love that. It has no value in heaven. It has no value. So money is not true wealth. That's good. It, w- wealth is the wisdom and the will of God. That's but this good. is what's so crazy. When Jesus came on earth as a newborn, there was no room for him at the end. No, not at all. So, so th- this, th- th- this, this infant that was born to, to, to be the savior of the world, the innkeepers would not make room for him. And you know why, Jennifer? Because they didn't recognize who he was. That's good. Ooh. They, so. they, the, the scripture said it. There was no room for him. There's no now, room. now, 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 I'm, I'm going to tell you something. If Obama or, or a president or something came to an end, listen, if it was Phil, they would they would make room. They would make room. For somebody that's important now. They, they, they'd have to kick somebody out and put them. Listen, sure we're going to put you at this other hotel, but we got to put such and such here. Well, and Mama always said, where well, there's a will, there's a way. So are we not making room for God because we don't know him? Oftentimes, it's not so much that that people oftentimes I, I feel like a lot of people know him. Mm-hmm. But but sometimes we can miss God okay. in the midst of knowing him. That's Does good. that make sense? Yes. It's like I, I know him as this and I know him as that. But 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 if he leads me to do this, well, that, that, that can't be you, God, because that's not familiar. And I've never known uh, you, you to lead anybody to do that. You've never dealt with me that way. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll rock and roll with you, God. But if you lead me to do this. I don't know. Like, God, you leading me to give this this money to this person and yes, this said. amount. You ain't never spoken to me about that. That's it. And so, right, that person can be of that mindset and know God, but they don't know God to that next level. The Bible says that He go, He takes us from faith to faith and glory, glory to glory. glory. So I can know God on one level of glory, and glory just means God's power. That's that, good. So I want to dumb that down. Yeah, the, the word glory means God's uh, like manifested power, like yes. here on earth. That's good. So there's certain areas of glory that I may know God on, but God has taken me from faith to faith. In other words, level to level. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we can we don't totally miss God, but there are certain areas where God may be leading us in that we may miss him on all while knowing him. Because as we're growing in faith to faith, glory to glory, he's exposing, I guess you could say, like another side of him to us. Right. It's It's like. It's already been there, but it's just like for some people, um, like when you gave the example of God, you've never led me to give like this. 
Yeah. So, but God is showing you a, another part of your walk in your relationship with him. But this is why it's so important for us to just to be obedient and surrender, but then also to remove things that are familiar, to even I, ask absolutely. the questions, right? Ask like, God, is this you? Show me your work. Because sometimes we got to do that. Yeah, we, we, we have to do that. And and if we're going to be willing to give, we got to be willing to forgive. I don't Ooh. know why I'm just getting that. Come, come on now. Some people can give their money, but they can't give forgiveness. And some people can forgive, but they can't give their money. (laughs) (laughs) But right, all of it is given, whether you're forgiven or you're given. This just came to me. God be the glory. There's an anointing on your podcast, Jennifer. Praise God. (laughs) Praise God. Let me tell you, Um, that's good, though, Will. That's God, but I know it's good because real talk, people can give their money. We give of their money, but they won't forgive. Yeah. And all of it is giving. All of it is giving. And and the Bible tells us that where where your treasures is, your heart will be also. Hmm. And and sometimes I got to pull on my treasure. Some of the greatest treasure is me saying, you know what? I forgive you. What you did was wrong now, (laughs) but I'm going to give you my trip. My treasure is me forgiving you. Right. And and every time (laughs) I see you, I'm not, I'm not telling you or reminding you what you did. Five years ago, or five months ago, or five days ago, man. <laughs> and no, but it, it, it's 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 so much. Willie, that you like, you think I'm playing with you? You guys, I need y'all to be praying that the Holy Ghost tugs on Willie's heart because I need him to come back and just do a couple more. See, you guys are kind of listening into conversations that Willie has all the time with my husband. You oh, I, I love that dude. You you and Chris go deep within the word, but y'all can go deep on anything. That's just how you two are. <laughs> I'm gonna say this a little. This is so off topic, but I do this. I, I will never <laughs> forget this. I will never forget this. We were all newlyweds. We yeah. were heading to another friend's uh, wedding. Kim and I were in the back. You two were in the front. You two got into the deepest conversation about pigs. I don't. You know, I can't remember that. But I know it, you, if you don't. remembered it. It must have been yeah. There, and about I, pigs, huh? Yes, and I remember it being so funny. But I said I love their relationship. But I'm just saying for us, for people who are listening, I talked about this <laughs> a while ago. The beauty of having godly circle. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. godly circle, friends, yeah. family, whatever their title is. Those who know the word of God, who love the word of God, who love God and who yeah. love God's people. Yeah. Because it's interesting. I've come across and, you, you know, you can see people who are like, oh, I love the word because they love to study. But they they struggle with connecting with people. They, and, they do, Jennifer. Yeah. And, you know, the Bible tells us that, you know, with, with the lack of counsel, purposes are frustrated or disappointed. Mm. And so. Right. And there's a chapter, as you know, on, on how to make room for God for the right relationships. Yes. And it can't just be us and God without people. That's First good. of all, we got to love people. And we also have to build, as you mentioned, you have to build relationship with people because sometimes the word of the Lord will come from a person. Yes. God yes. speaks to us through his word, but he also speaks through people. And we have to be humble enough to, th- this is amazing. I talk about in the book, Jennifer, and I feel like I'm on, I hope I'm on subject here. Yeah, yeah, please go ahead. Um, okay. I talk about in the book how sometimes the very people that God sends us we become so familiar with them until we can't receive from them. Oh, yes. The, the, the people in Jesus's own hometown of Nazareth. That's it. 
they could not receive from him because they were like, we know your mama. We know that your daddy, Joseph, we know your brothers. Yes. And, and Jesus came to save these people. Yes. But because they were so familiar and again, they really didn't know him. They knew his mom and dad, but no, somebody knowing your mom and dad is them not knowing you. That's good. That's good. So, so sometimes we have to receive from the people that God has, has provided us with, and we can't get too overly familiar with people. I don't care how long you know people. We have to have a, a, a reverence not only for God, but we have to really have a respect for people because we can miss our blessings when we sometimes get too familiar, even with some family members. Very true. God can sometimes bless a family member to be a blessing, that first cousin, yep. right? Yeah. Right. That, that auntie, that uncle that you've gotten too familiar with, that, yep. that mom, that dad that maybe you've got. Some people get too familiar with their parents. Yeah. You know, in real talk, and they were like, oh, you know, they always talking about that stuff. They always talking about. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they always talk about. And, Jesus. And we're waiting to hear the word of the Lord in prayer. And God says, I sent your mom. Wow. Help I us. sent your sister. Right. I, I sent your brother. And that was me. You didn't even you weren't able to spiritually discern. That, that was me. And you're waiting to hear a word from me. When I've already given that to you from somebody else that was wisdom and counsel. Let me tell you a word that humbled me so quick and it also freed me. This was a couple yeah. months ago. Yeah, I was yeah. in prayer. I was listening to a message and uh-huh. I heard the word voice of the Lord said, do not underestimate my people. Mm. Wow. And so a lot of times because we are familiar with people or we have seen certain you know, every kind of, you know, churches and different denominations move a certain way. Right. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. and so we become familiar with it. And what happens is we stop looking for the glory of God. We stop looking okay. for the wisdom. And so it's just kind of because it's so familiar. It's like it is what it is. It's just like you're passing the same tree that you drive by every time on your way home. You don't pay attention to it. Mm-hmm, but you don't mm-hmm. see how that tree is actually a part of the ecosystem, a part of the system that helps bring oxygen, that is helping bring yes. a shade, right? As doing all of these things that has helped for your benefit. So when the Lord said, do not underestimate my people. That's powerful. I said, Lord, what help What you said me. about the tree? Yes. Oh, what you said? Because that, that, that tree is just a tree, but you don't really know what that tree is doing in the background. Nobody even told you about the tree. You never read a book about no. how, how the tree, right? Yeah, <laughs> the, the oxygen and and the you know, <laughs> but it's so but it's carbon real. dioxide. You know, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Like I was trying to think, yeah. of, I was trying to go back to science class. Like, what a tree is good. Yeah, but it's just yeah, and the plants and all that. And like, like you, that. you would know that looking at it, right? No. You just get familiar with it, right? You're familiar with it because it's such a constant in your life. Oh boy, this is good. But we miss the benefits. We don't, this is good. we don't see the curiosity of it. And I love when you talked about, you know, when you're praying for certain things and God is like, I've given you your mother, your father, your uncle, whoever's in your life and about making yeah. room for God in our relationships. And, and this is to all those quote unquote, uh, introverts out there. Yeah. I know I am. Well, people, people really think, oh, because I am talkative and it's really on certain situations that I'm really just out there like that. I really am to mm-hmm. myself. But the Lord has to really, I have to see the importance of being intentional with relationships, building relationships, maintaining relationships and being thankful for those who he has sent in my life. And even to the point of saying, be humble and like, Lord, I don't know how to lean on people because that's something I'm still learning. Mm. Mm. Teach me how to lean on people. Kim helped me out with that. I was like, Lord, teach mm-hmm. me how to lean and and because you've placed godly relationships 
And this is still part of making room. God believes in relationships and and community. It is throughout the entire word of God. It is. And it's so easy to be a lone ranger. Yes. Um, And, and, you know, just going life. And and sometimes people culturally have a reason to sometimes be lone rangers because maybe that's the way they've been raised. Mm -hmm. Don't depend on any man. Don't depend on any person. And, yeah, I do believe we're supposed to depend on God. But at the end of the day, we should have a discernment. Uh, enough from God to know the people that he's sending us. Yes. So it's not that you're depending on people, you're depending on God, but you're using wisdom and insight from God to know the people that God is sending you. Yes. That is so good. That's good. And I just, well, let me tell you this. Real, I I know I'm supposed to be interviewed, but another part of me really just wants to take notes. I really really want to take notes about what you're saying and what God is giving you. And I'm glad you know that it's God. This is what God has given me because it's straight God. If there's any wisdom coming from the mouth, I mean, it's God. <laughs> Praise God. I, I want to uh, say it, it's just so much. Let me tell y'all this. This conversation. This is just a piece of what the Lord gave him. From the book that's in the book. Mm-hmm. There is so much wealth and knowledge that is within this book. And I am beyond grateful that number one, that you are obedient because sometimes the Lord will give us things and we sit on it and whatever reason we don't move on it. Um, but we underestimate the, the blessing that it can be for other people. We underestimate how it can change somebody's life. And I truly, truly, truly believe that this book It is going to and it will change people's life because at the end of the day, my heart's desire and God gave this to me that we bring people into the kingdom of God. That's our that's our call as believers. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to bring Mm -hmm. that's in the word. We're supposed to go out, make disciples. We need to bring people into the kingdom, but also we need to go ahead and encourage one another so that we can get closer to God. I, I, I don't want any of us who call on the name of Jesus mm-hmm. to remain stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. We are supposed to influence this world. We are supposed to influence our family, our communities, wherever it is. There is a joy that we have access to this peace and love that we have access to that the world needs to know about. But have we really submitted ourselves, not just submitted, because I don't want to seem like people haven't submitted themselves, Right. But it's just having that desire to constantly grow and constantly submit and constantly obey. And even when you talk about forgiveness, we're talking about forgiveness, even saying, Lord, teach me how to forgive myself. Uh, yeah, that's real. Because yeah. a lot of us, we may forgive others, but we we will beat ourselves up. And that sounds like condemnation to me. Yes. You know? And we know there's no condemnation for anybody that is in Christ that Jesus. In so Christ the question Jesus. is, did you save yourself or did Christ save you? Ooh. And if Christ saved you, the condemnation should go away. That is so good. And, and, and so some people are working to be saved. We don't, we don't, that, that's not good doctrine. That's no. not Bible based Mm-mm. to work to be saved. Mm-mm. Christ did the finished work. That's why he said it, it, it is finished. Yes. That was his last word on the cross. Yes. So wh- why did he say that? He said it is finished because he did the work. All we have to do now is believe. And I mean, when I say believe, I'm talking about authentically believe. Yes. God knows the people that are authentically believing and the people that are not yes. authentically believing. But but what we call lip service. Yes. Some people are just doing lip service. But when God knows your 
Yeah, but when God knows that you are an authentic believer, he said, it's finished. All you need to do is believe on me and let me apply my blood to your sins. I love it. So that that con- condemnation can be stopped. And and mm-hmm. that is, I love how you asked that question. Did you save yourself or did Jesus save you? Yeah. And that helps us. And so I want to, you can go for anyone who's listening. I want us to support my brother, Willie Wynn. And I'm so thankful that you came on. I'm grateful that we did this and we had this discussion. Um, they can go to Amazon, right? It's on Amazon to, pitch, to purchase the book. Yeah, and it's audio book too. We we just released the audio book about yes. three weeks ago. So audio book, paperback, or ebook. So go on Amazon, look up how to make room for God by Willie Wynn Jr. We will have a link on the website so you guys can go straight there. Remember, go to uh, conqueringme.co, C-O, dot, conqueringme.co. And like we always do, we end everything with prayer. We always want to have a call to salvation and we want to just pray. And I want Willie for you to pray whatever God lays on your heart. Um, okay. Okay. It, it is yeah. just whatever God lays on your heart. God is constantly yeah. teaching me that ministry is in so many ways, right? Mm. People can become saved, not just by coming to the altar at church, but even listening mm. to this podcast. And really it could have been, maybe they felt like they were missing something. I feel like a lot of times we don't even realize that we need to make room for God. We just feel like what we have been doing isn't working. Mm. For some people they need to hit the wall. And it may not be a physical wall, right? But it's just like, it's this emotional or spiritual wall of like, something isn't working. I need something fresh. I need Mm -hmm. something that is going to actually anchor me, that is going to solidify me, that's going to cleanse me. And so I know with this book, for anyone who's had any questions on how to make room for God, maybe you're just curious or maybe you had those moments of like, I feel like I'm off or I'm missing something. I promise you, this book will give you so much wisdom, so much meat that is going to direct you straight to the word of God. So automatically get your pen and your paper out, out when you read it, get your highlighter because there's going to be there's so much meat in this and that you're going to have to digest it over and over and over. And my prayer is after you have read it, that you apply what God has really revealed to you in this season of life that you're in. Because the transformation is step-by-step, right? It's just sanctification. It is a step-by-step. So some, don't get overwhelmed by it. I have to change all of me. It is just, Lord, those step-by-step. So Willie, I'm thankful yeah. that you came I'm thankful that you have read, I mean, that you wrote this book and that you have been diligent about doing your book tour, book signing and all that type of stuff. So brother, I am proud. I feel like when the old saints would say, I- I'm godly proud of you. <laughs> hey, and, and your, your words are so encouraging and um, just everything that you've been able to do and build with this podcast, you and Chris, yes, is it, pretty awesome and amazing and to God be the Thank glory. You, and I just want to say that I'm proud of you as well. Thank you, Jesus. And may God just continue to just, uh, you know, bless you and all those that follow you, Thank you Jesus. Uh, in this ministry, because that's really what it is. Amen. It's a, it's a ministry that God has given you. Amen. You didn't come up with no, this. Yourself. And so, you know, you talk about obedience. So you're, you're exemplifying. It. So God. God bless you all. Yeah. So I want yeah. you to go ahead and pray us out. 
Um, and they, yeah. those who've been listening, they know we always pray out, pray one call for salvation and one just for prayer, whatever God places on your heart. Okay. This has been wrestling with me all through the podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I want to pray to liberate some people that have a fear of praying for other people because of how they, uh, how they how they feel like they may come across. I, I may not say the right words. I may not sound intelligent. There may be something that I might say that's all. And the Lord wants to deliver some people from that. You, you've been praying uh, by yourself in your own closet and it's been an authentic prayer. But when it comes to God moving you to pray for other people, you, you, you're tight lipped mm. because you, there's an insecurity there. And I don't know where this is. Well, I know it's coming from the Lord. So I want to I want to I want to pray to just really set some people free from Thank that you, bondage Jesus. and that fear. That insecurity. Thank you, Jesus. Um, because this is one way how we, we make room for God. We make room for God by loving and blessing other people. Amen. And one way we bless people is through praying for them, not just in our closet, but even when we, when we come in their presence, we pray for Thank them. Thank you, Jesus. So I, I want to pray specifically, specifically for that. Uh, and then we'll pray a, a call of salvation. You, Father, um, in the name of Jesus, there are many people that are listening to this that have given their life to Christ. Um, but but they're dealing with fear in that specific area. You're calling them to step out and to stop being insecure with how they talk or how they sound, how they pray. Mm-hmm. Some people are even insecure with how their voice sounds. But Lord, you gave them that voice. You gave them that wisdom. You gave them that prayer to pray. And so right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you set them free from that insecurity. Thank you, Jesus. We, we, we pray that you set them free, Father, for them listening to the voice of the devil, you, stopping them from praying from others, that shyness, that timidity yes. that is stopping them from being able to move forward in their ministry of prayer you, by not just praying in the closet, but praying in the public, you, praying with people, holding people's hands and praying for them in liberty, not being concerned with how they sound, if they sound country or if they're not articulated mm-hmm. enough. Lord, we release prayer ministries now, Father, you, because Jesus. prayer is not the way we communicate to you. It is our access. It is our 24 hour, seven day a week line of access to you. you so, Father, set your people free. And I pray that after this podcast, that that person that they need to get on the phone and call, that person who they need to go over to their house and pray for, that person at church yes. that they need to go up and pray for, that they have that boldness and that this word sets them free you, in the in name, the name of, of Lord Jesus. Jesus Christ. We pray that prayer that I believe that is according to your will. Thank you, Jesus. Um, secondly, Lord, and definitely not last, uh, most importantly, we pray, Father, for anybody that is listening um, that has not given their life uh, to Christ. Yes, um, and we even pray for those that may be listening that maybe are in some type of backslidden state. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we thank you, Father, that that you loved on the prodigal son. And when he came to his senses, um, that you accepted him back. The father accepted sure him back did. before thank he you, even Jesus. made it to the house. Thank you, Jesus. And so, Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus that you're willing to accept anybody. You said that whoever will, yes. no matter what race, age, color, no matter what they you said, whoever, what, whoever will, let them come. Thank you, Jesus. And so, Father, we thank you that you are loving. Thank you, Jesus. You said that through loving kindness have you drawn us, not talking about hellfire and how hot hell Mm -hmm. is. You've drawn us through love and kindness and mercy and compassion. And anybody that we're praying for, Father, that has never experienced your compassion and love, maybe all they've heard about was hell Mm -hmm. and sin and how bad. Lord, you came to forgive us for our sins so that we can be convicted to live a holy life. Thank you, Jesus. And that you give us the grace to live. They don't have to do it all by themselves. So give them the grace to live holy. 
Give them the gift of righteousness, Father, that only comes by faith and not by their works. Thank you, Jesus. And give them that conviction, Father, because when they have that conviction to accept you as their Savior, that authenticity is there and that salvation is there. We give you glory glory. and we give you honor and praise for everybody that is listening on this podcast. Bless them, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank yeah. you so much, Willie. Willie, how can uh, people find you? Do you have any specific social media that you want to announce? Anything like that? Yes, yes. So for, uh, I'm going to start with the old fashioned. My email address yes. is www.yenjr at yahoo.com. That is my email address. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also the executive director of a nonprofit, Youth of Africa Career Development. Check us out on Facebook at, at Youth of Africa, at Youth of Africa. Um, also, uh, you can follow me on social media on Facebook under uh, Willie Wynn. Uh, you, you'll see my profile because I'm actually hugging a bunch of uh, young African kids in Kenya. Yes. And so if you just uh, yeah Google Willie Wynn on Facebook, you, you'll see me. Um, so that that's probably I would say the best way to to reach out. And, and you all check out the book. Let it be a blessing to you. Yes, sure. thank you so much. And we'll have all of his information in the description. We'll have it on the website. We'll have it on all of our social everything because we want to support you and we want people to be blessed. And so I am beyond thankful. Once again, I appreciate everyone who has tapped in on today. I pray that you have gained something. I hope and I know that you will walk away with something that you can implement to make your life and make uh, and glorify God. I just truly believe that there was so much meat that was spoken and so much wisdom that was spoken. So I pray that you were blessed and that you receive what God has called you to receive. I will speak to you all next Friday. Love you.